Yes! Coming to you live is Let's Be Frank. Let's hope that the the audio works this time. We're going to discuss weigh-ins. We're going to disgrace, uh, disgrace. We're going to discuss the great weight loss challenge. Own the libs. Um, it's, it's funnier on paper. Um, let's see if Frank laughs at it. Let's get Frank on in the building, everybody. This will be an episode of Call Me Ignorant in a couple days. All right, let's hope it works. We didn't do an audio check. Last time this happened, uh, it didn't work. <laughs> let's hope it works. Let's hope it works. Frank, yeah? Oh, no. No. I hope it works. Please work. Please work. Connect to audio. <laughs> if it doesn't work, I'm going to laugh so hard, dude. Connecting to audio. Hello. Uh, you're. <laughs> it doesn't work again. It says you're muted. Can you hear me? Yeah, you can hear me. It says you're muted. If you unmute yourself, it'll work, I think. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. It works. Awesome, bro. How's it going? That's great. Okay. I actually had to do this for my phone because I have to be mobile to go do the weigh-in, so I was hoping it was going to work. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, we're, 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 this is going to be a, a podcast in a couple of days, but we're talking uh, weight loss. We're talking fitness. We're talking our plan for the next uh, – I put on Twitter that it was going to be two months a two-month challenge, does that work for you, or do you want to go longer? No, no, two months is fine. Okay. Uh, I'm, I, I was talking to where I messaged you before before I came on. I said, <laughs> we should have probably tested a little bit, a couple things before we went alive. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm good with that. All right, sweet. Um, uh, Random Randy says, give Frank a break. It's his first time on a stream. <laughs> Dang. Um, <laughs> yo, yeah, so – too bad about your channel, man. That really sucks. Uh, well, it's still in the appeal process, okay. so we'll see what happens, you know, when it happens. So, yeah. as of right now, it is uh, off of YouTube, and, uh, you know, if YouTube decides that it's okay to stay on and it'll be back on, if not, then it's okay as well. So, yeah. God's yeah. good. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, I just feel, you know, it's like, obviously, you know, it's, it's your job and stuff. It's not, you know, you kind of have higher stakes than me. I mean, I... I do it as a part-time job, but I don't depend on it for, for income. But, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I've been praying for you, and I, I hope that the appeal kind of – I hope that it, it gets – I don't know the word – upheld, not that it gets – that it goes through or whatever. Um, so, yeah, dude, so fitness. Um, are, do you mind sharing – did you do your weigh-in? Your weigh no, I haven't. I thought we were doing that live. So I hadn't oh, done the you're yet. doing it live. Okay, so I did it earlier. Um, people have entering, people have entered their weight. I can't leave. I mean, I'm like, I guess I could bring my, my scale up here, but I already weighed in on 228. So if you want to most, okay. you can go to the bathroom now and you want to do the weigh in right now, a live weigh in. Yeah, we can do ding, it right ding, now. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. All right. Um, people so, are saying hi in the chat. Leaving the studio. We're heading out here to dairy. If you guys see behind me, I'm actually in a gym. Bro, are you gonna? You should. You should get on the treadmill live, dude. This is funny as shit, dude. <laughs> this is so funny. I love this. So yeah, All for right, the people so listening, let's see if I can turn the camera around real quick. Okay. Um. So right, switch cameras. Can. I can. Bam. Okay. So, so there's the scale. You see it? That's your wardrobe right there. <laughs> Actually, this is my wife's boutique. She uh, oh. sells clothing. Okay. So anyway, so I'm gonna go ahead and take my shoes off, and we're gonna go ahead and. Okay, can you see that? Yep. All right. It's cal. It's yeah. It's 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 calculating. All right. Two fifty two point six. Okay, two fifty two point six. Okay. All right. Sweet. So, um, what's your plan for, uh, <laughs> this, this, I love this, man. You're in the gym, you're waiting live. This is good content, dude. <laughs> um, so what's your, what's your plan? Like, what's your ideal weight? Like if you could wave a magic wand and be, you know, 
your your ideal self. What's your ideal weight? Probably about one ninety. One ninety. Okay, I'm gonna put this yeah. down too. And but so yeah. That, that, oh, before you put it in there, uh, where I would like to get down to is two ten. Two ten. Okay, two ten is your ideal weight. Um, that's your that's your goal, I should say. Okay, I'm I'm two, I'm two twenty eight, and my goal is to get to one eighty. Ideal would be ideal would be 175 170 but I I'm not going to stop lifting so I'm going to I want to get to to 180 but also so that's goal but how about in 2 months though that's another thing that we should talk about what what do you think you'll be on uh or what's your goal to be on August 8th Well I do plan on working out so I know I'm going to have muscle weight with me Yep uh I like to be in two months, I would like to be down to two twenty. Two twenty. Okay, so two twenty. I have and a big then, frame to fill out, man. Yeah. How, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> how how tall are you? I am six three. Six three. Okay. All right. And so I'm five. And, and, and for everyone that's listening on the stream, if you guys didn't catch uh, when Stephen and I were together, I towered over Stephen. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like the little midget. Um, so I'm five not five nine two twenty eight, and uh, my goal is one. And so now in two months, I would like to be under two hundred in two months. I think I can do that. I think I can I can lose like fifteen pounds a month. So under two hundred. Um, yeah, big tree fall hard. You see this video where this uh, this cop in a bar basically picks up a guy like he's a box. Like he, he basically, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a khaki model. <laughs> the khaki model. Khaki yeah. mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> so what is, um, what's your plan for like workouts? Like that's one thing I wanted to talk about on the, on the stream is like, how much are you going to work out? What do you, what do you plan on doing I, for workouts? Yeah. Things like that. I plan to work out five times a week. Okay. Um, and for at least an hour a day. Mm. And that's going to be consisted of weightlifting and, uh, Walking slash running. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to walk before I can run. Yeah. Uh, and then also portion control and what I eat. I'm not going to cancel out. Not, you know, because if you do a diet, it's not going to last. So it has to be a different type of lifestyle change. And portion control is a one step in that direction where instead of eating a whole pizza when I sit down to eat, I have a slice or two. And that is, you know, cutting out way more. And then cutting out soda is the biggest thing, cutting out sugar. Uh, for my diet. So, uh, you know, instead of having, uh, you know, six Pepsis in a day, uh, I will only have like maybe a diet Pepsi at dinner or at lunch. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time is going to be water. Okay. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. You're, you're definitely speaking facts about the diet thing. Like the, yeah, it's gotta be a lifestyle change. You got to build your habits back up. And to me, for me, for sure, the biggest thing is diet. I mean, I work out a good amount, but I also, the last two months, man, I'm like ashamed, man. I've been eating, (laughs) eating bad, man. Eating bad. Yeah. Like this is the heaviest, this is the heaviest I've ever weighed. Um, the, where I, where I feel the most fit is at 190 range. Mm -hmm. Um, and the last time I weighed about 195, I think was 2000. What's the word? 21. So 2000. 17 yeah 2017 2000 yeah 2017 probably the last time i weighed about that and i've just put on weight ever since then yeah and what i did is exactly what i just talked about you know just water you know uh cut out the sugar and then portion control while eating and i was able to lose 30 pounds that way yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was bigger than that. Like I went on a bit, I lost like 60 pounds a couple of years ago and I gained most of it back. I was, I was up to like 245, yo, fat boy. Um, so I was just like 10 pounds less than you are right now. And you're six, three, but I lost like 60 pounds. It got down to like 185, and now I gained it basically all back, but gradually it was over like a three year period. I gained it back. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's all weight does, man. Just gradually uh, packs it on, and you don't even notice it until you're yeah. 40 pounds overweight. You're like, oh, what happened? Yeah. 
<laughs> Marie in the chat says a good way for men to lose weight is figure out your bra size. That motivates. <laughs> yeah. But I think I'm at like an A. You're an A. You're a solid A. Yeah. A. You're, you're Maybe like, B, I don't know. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, my my boobs are slightly bigger than uh, Elliot Page's. Um, <laughs> she's more. She has a more manly body than you right now. Do you see that picture? You see that picture that I did. She whatever posted. Yeah. Yeah, where she posed without a t-shirt on. Oh man, what's That's up with this world, about? man? What is like? We were just watching. Did you see um, Tom McDonald's new video? No. It 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 features so he um you know he's uh, it features Blair White doing like provocative po- poses and like 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 promiscuous things with like a yeah, tranny <laughs> and it's all like pro conservative stuff. He's like a you know he's like talking. It's called Snowflake. And it, it's like talking yeah. basically like 2016 conservative talking points, but featuring Blair White doing like like poses and stuff. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you think? What? Oh, man. I, we're going to talk about we'll, we'll get to the, tra- the trans stuff later. I mean, if at all. <laughs> but but yeah, so you're going to does it hurt you to run? I can't really run. It hurts my back. Um. My knees is where where the pain uh, stems from. Um, I do I do have some lower back issues uh, that I incurred during my time, you know, working in retail for twenty plus years. But um, if I do it smartly, if I do it like on a treadmill, I think I will. It would be better than trying to run out on the concrete or something out there on the on the road. Mm. So um, it's the. The thing for me is not to overdo it. I, I tend to try to overdo things yes. like, oh, I know I can lift that. And then you like hurt yourself, yeah. which I've done before. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I did. I started a lifting thing like a month ago. And the first day I threw out my back, I deadlifted and squatted. And I was, it was such a big mistake. Yeah, I think it's very common for guys, right? Yeah, because I think it is, you know, in our mind, we're like, oh, we're able to do that. Your body's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so it reminds me of the, uh, uh, not South Park, uh, Family Guy episode where uh, Peter is uh, uh, playing baseball and he has to run the first base and he starts to run and his body does a full shutdown because <laughs> obviously he's uh, overweight and yeah. stuff. It's pretty funny because that's how I picture my body and mind working together is like my mind's like we gotta go to first base and your body's like uh, emergency shutdown. <laughs> mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, do, do you want like you want you said that your main thing for this kind of challenge was like accountability. Um, I didn't really think about any uh, like I was thinking we check in like once a week or something like that. Like check in on Tuesdays every week. You know, we do our our, our uh, talk about the chosen on Mondays. I had to cancel last night. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, dude, I'm, I'm the sad dude. It made me think of like the the weight loss thing because I'm always putting stuff off to the last second, and I put something off like to last night that I could have taken care of like weeks before, but I just didn't do it because I, you know, like I just didn't plan well. It's the same thing with weight loss, where it's like I just I've been, always been a pro- procrastinator, so it's like accountability is important. Um, so what you ch- weekly check ins, uh, weight updates, like what do you think the punishment for be- should be for like? Slipping or like I don't know like how do you want to structure the challenge? Uh, well, I think we should probably put some weight goals uh, from week to week because there is no accountability if we're not putting a weight goal. Mm-hmm. If we want to lose maybe five pounds in that first week, you know, uh, are we going to be able to achieve that? And you know, then we have to talk about why we didn't hit that goal. Mm. Mm. And you know, as far as a uh, punishment, you know, I don't, I don't think there per se needs to be a punishment that's associated with it. But the the uh, the act of actually coming on here to explain yeah. why you decide to eat like a pig all week—yeah, that's punishment. Enough. Enough. That's punishment. Yeah, you have to explain. So yeah, so if you hit the goal, you get congratulations. If you don't hit the goal, you, you, you have to come on the stream and explain why. And the, there's, there's, so we have, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's 10 people total in on this challenge. So that goes for you guys in, okay. the, live, in the live chat too. If you don't hit your goal, 
your weekly goal, you have to explain why. Um, <laughs> punishment, calling for punishment. Um, so do you think five pounds in the, I can, I think I can lose five pounds in the first week. Um, and so we just check in. I, I think I, yeah, I think the first week, the first five pounds are, will be, uh, I, I want to say easy shed, but I think that's no sugar that, you know, you, the high intake of sugar will uh, obviously have an impact where you actually shave some pounds. And, you know, we have to be realistic in some of these goals that we set because there is a plateau that I think you and I will hit because older men tend to hit that plateau where you have to work even extremely more hard to get past that that whatever that plateau is mm. you know maybe your body's plateau now is you know for whatever reason two two thirty, and you got to get down to that 220 that less 10 pounds will probably be the hardest to lose yeah absolutely for yeah that, that once it hits i mean i think the, the trick there is like trick is like changing up the workout right like you do something that your body's completely not used to um and it uh like so you're gonna walk do, what's your like are you gonna still lift are you going to do weight training? I Yeah, I'm definitely uh, going to be working with uh, weights. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you guys saw I'm in, I, my office is in a gym. I never knew I that, man. I really have no reason not to work out. Yeah, I never I never knew that. I, th- I always thought you were at your house. I used to. I, I changed out, uh, I want to say, about three months ago. Okay. And you went, wow, that's crazy. And you, but you've like, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it's like one of the things about being on camera. You only see the backdrop. So, you know, and it's like yeah. all, almost the same, you know, or not all, like, you know, you had some of the same stuff. It's not all like, because before you're like in the corner at your like kitchen table or something like that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do you mind sharing how old you are? People are asking. Oh, yeah. Uh, 41. 41. Okay. I'm 33. So age before beauty guys. Uh, okay. Does anyone, I just typed in 44. No, not yet. Um, okay. So five pounds the first week, weekly check-ins. Frank's going to do, uh, five workouts a week. I think I, I, I've been doing five a week for about a month and a half now. Um, but yeah, so I think that the same thing, I th- think five pounds the first week is going to happen. So we'll just check in on Tuesdays and, you know, you can either be on the stream or you can just like, you can either, you could call in or you could just like get in the live chat or DM me and I'll just post them or whatever. So, um, got 10 people. Well, I think it's important if, uh, if I'm going to participate in this and the accountability part for me is I have to actually explain myself. Yeah. I need to do it on video. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you'll, you'll come on the show every Tuesday. Um, cool. That's great. Um, let's see. So quest fanning is, is 41 as well. He He's down with the five pound goal. What about you guys in the chat? You guys down with the, uh, you guys down with the weekly check-ins five pounds the first week. Um, they're trying to shame people calling for punishment. That's good. I like the, I like the explaining. Cause I, I, yeah, man, I would feel like crap if I get like Arby's five times this week and like put on five pounds. I'm like, Oh, like put a bag over my head. Right. <laughs> so what else are you thinking? Um, it sounds pretty good. You're going to cut out sugar. Um, are you, are is, is anyone like you're, are you, do you have this deal with anyone else? Like in, in your real life, like anybody in your family or like anyone on Twitter, which is also uh, not real life, but <laughs> right now, uh, my wife will help try to keep me accountable because mm-hmm. she's working, uh, trying to work out as well. So, um, having that real life partner will, will help some as well. So even though she has a different, uh, schedule than I work, so. Um, but we'll do our best to try to do it together when we can. Yeah. This is, this is an interesting um, question. You know, me, obviously you're a Christian. I'm a Christian. We talk about, we've talked about this stuff on stream before, but do you think gluttony is a sin? Um, over in Doug's, Doug's, uh, Doug's, over in Doug's, I can't say the word. Yeah. Yeah. Over, over, over indulgence. Yes. Thank you. I, you know, Steven, I don't know what it's been like or what it's been. 
over the last couple months, I have had the hardest time pronouncing words that I typically never have a hard time pronouncing. <laughs> it comes in waves. Yeah. Like I, I've experienced the same thing myself. Well, I remember I was going to compliment you on this because when you, when we first met and did a couple streams together, you couldn't say ignoramus. And now you can. The last like couple chosen streams, oh. you, you've you've. I, I remember the our first chosen stream back. You were like Stephen Ignoramus. I was like crushed it. I was like yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it comes in waves. But yeah, so over. You think overindulgence is 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 sinful? And yeah, oh, you know, I I just think anything that you put before you know Christ mm. uh, is is simple. So if I enjoy eating more than I enjoy reading the Bible or or uh, praying, then. Yeah, that 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 is definitely a hindrance and uh, needs to be put in check. So, mm, yeah, you know, you can you can uh, you can add that to anything. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. Any so of your passions, as you call passions, right? You know, some people love to eat, and you know, unfortunately, it it, it robs uh, it robs glory from Christ when you rather go and eat or overeat or do all these other things uh, than actually spend time with Him. Mm. Yeah, that's very, very true. And it, it talks about in, in first Peter, it, it, you know, it talks about like be of sober, sober mind. And, you know, in this day and age, people talk about like sober means without alcohol, without drugs, but it's really many things can put you in a not in like an inebriated mi- mindset and food is definitely one of them. Right. Yeah. And, and truly, Stephen, you know, you and I and every person, even every Christian that claims it as a Christian, we sin every single day, you know, without Without the uh, without Christ, you know, we're we're no different than any other sinner. You know, we just we have a redemption uh, because of Christ has shown mercy and grace to us and, and died on the cross, and we believe that. If you're a Christian, you truly believe that Christ went to the cross and died for your sins and our sins, and, and that doesn't mean you have a blanket to just do whatever you want. You know, you still have to hold yourself accountable. You still have to, you know, confess those sins to Christ when you go to prayer. You know. Uh, tell you know the things that you can remember, or and and then pray for the stuff that you can't remember. Because again, waking up, we're just these sinful bodies, and we we sin every single day, mm-hmm. whether we think we are or not. We are. Yeah, yeah. Well said, man. That's one of the things I definitely always admired about you is your faith. I mean, like you, you you've I've definitely seen you take things in uh in stride. You know, like anything from like I remember really thinking about this when we talked about um after after trump lost i'll put that in quotation marks for youtube uh, my official stance is that uh that uh joe biden is is basically the savior of the entire world i mean talk about important men uh yeah but yeah like so after trump lost i remember like you really took that in, in, in stride and and you know um losing your you know, like well you're still going through the appeals process, but I, I definitely, uh, when I saw that video of you explaining your channel getting taken down, I was like, this guy with a lot of faith, you know, cause you know, God will provide that. That's, you know, that's, that's, it has to be our stance, but it's hard to maintain that stance sometimes, at least for me. Oh, no, absolutely. And, uh, just, uh, to your point real quick about, you know, Joe Biden being the, uh, the savior of everything around us. Uh, it's funny because YouTube actually, uh, when I had uh, when I was doing the prayer meetings over on my main channel, they issued a strike on one of my prayer meetings because I was talking about the you know uh, God is the one that's in, in total control, and He's the one that appoints you know the leaders of our world, and you know and that's biblical. You can go in Scripture and look at that, and you know He has a hand in all of that. So. Whether, you know, it's Biden in the office or Trump in the office, you know, it's because of God's hand. It's because, you know, for whatever reason, you know, and I, I like to uh, to think of it as, you know, his ways are higher than our ways. You know, I don't know why, but I'm sure there is a lesson in all of this that we're learning right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it, and that that's one thing. Once I read you know, I did a Bible study last year at the church I was going to, and that was a, one of the big, it was right during the election. And that was one of the, the, the points that the, the pastor there was just hammering home, home that, that, um, that God appoints, he, he, he reigns over the nations and he appoints the leaders and it blew my mind. It gave me so much peace. I was like, man, so profound. And it's, it's all over the old Testament. And it just gave me, it was just like a sense of peace where you're like, dude, like God, this is God's plan one way or the other. And it's just like, you know, so it, it I think it affected a, a lot of people 
in different ways, but it just, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's like nothing, nothing can separate us from God. No. And that's the problem I had uh, after the election with a lot of people. And I had to take a step back myself in this. And that's that stream that got striked. I, I explained this that happened. I said, I was upset with a lot of people on our side that claimed that we're Christians and we follow Christ. And yet we're not submitting to Christ's will. We're not submitting to God's will. We're acting in rebellion against it. Um, and we're trying to lift somebody else, you know, as much as that I like Trump or whatever, he is not a God. He is not uh, my savior, <laughs> you know? Uh, and there's a lot of things I disagree that, you know, you and I talked about uh, off, off air and on other streams uh, that I think there was a lot of missteps in that last year, 2020, that he, that he, uh, that he took. Uh, so I don't look at, at any man in that, in that fashion that he's our, that they'll be our savior. If he's elected, he's going to solve all our problems. No, our problems are rudimentary, uh, rooted in our, uh, in our behavior and our soul and our rejection of Christ as a nation and as a world. That is the root of our problems. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. It doesn't matter who we elect. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Yeah. It's it, it like, it really is. Once you get, um, red pilled, on, I mean, it's not, it's like, that's why people call it like the Christ pill or the God pill. Like, well, but once you get truly red pilled on, on faith and God, it's, it's the ultimate red pill. And, and like, you, like, cause you see like all of our problems really are spiritual at the end of the day and they manifest themselves in, you know, they can manifest themselves in th- like, I think that putting on a bunch of weight can be a spiritual, it can be a spiritual thing. Like you're like, it's like baggage or, you know, but it really like the, yeah. the, the, the world's problems are spiritual. And, and Stephen, real quick, I, I like to go back and I look at uh, many of the stories in the Bible, and you look at the characters, you know, I call them characters just in the context of what we're talking about, but their problems are all self-inflicted. They're always self-inflicted. And I like to look at my two of my favorite Old Testament books is Jonah and Job, just because they're real people. You know, not, and, and in the sense of I can absolutely relate, you know, David, David's a real person, but he was a king. Mm. You know, he, he, he ruled over Israel. Yeah. You know, Job and, and, and Jonah, you know, they were a little bit further down the, in the statue there. They weren't quite a king. And their understanding, they're wrestling with what God wanted them to do. And especially with Job, you know, and I relate with the Job story a lot with just things that we don't understand. And we, we start questioning God on why he did that. And then that profound talk that Job has with God in the book of Job, where God tells, basically puts uh, Job back into the place where we, we belong. You know, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth down? Where were you when I did this? Where were you when all of this happened? You know, and Job's like, <laughs> and, you know, and his, his ways are higher and he has uh, things. And all he commands us to do is have faith in him. That's, that's all the, the simplest thing, but we have such a hard time with that. Because there's this uh, one simple word that gets celebrated all across the world one month, one uh, one time a year is pride. Yeah, we have too much pride to put our faith into God. Yeah, and to allow Him to work through us and to deliver us to the uh, the what He wants for our life, and we we wrestle against that. We always try to run away from it, like Jonah does. Yeah. and you know that's why I like this too because Jonah ran away from the the uh the job that god gave him the uh the thing that god wanted him to do he ran away from it he thought he was going to run away from god and you know what in the end of all that he still ended up doing what god asked him to do and it, it and he was still miserable which got me he was still miserable during the entire time and god still showed him mercy uh because of it yeah dude so well said i mean it's actually pretty uh interesting uh, coincidence. If you believe in those things, uh, I don't, but, um, I, so I've told you before that I mow, I, I mow my lawn every two Saturdays and this Saturday I, and what I do, I listen to the Bible the whole time when I'm, I'm mowing my lawn. It takes like three or four hours this week. I was listening to Job and that, that, that verse, that chap, the two chapters you're talking about are Job 38 and 39, where it's basically a list of rhetorical questions that God is asking yeah. Job. You know, where were you when I, when I found, laid the foundations of the earth? And I brought this up yesterday in in Green Pastures, my Christian radio stream, and we talked about this that chapter a little bit. And now you're bringing it up here today, but it's just so profound. Like where you know, 
you can't even pretend to know what what God's plan is. I mean, you can kind of infer it, and but like the best you can do is have faith and do God's commands. Yeah, because that's all you like get to know. Like we're humans, we're so limited. Um, it's like, and so the the our job we're is to vapor, uh, man. We're yeah. vapor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we'll, we'll return to dust one day. Um, yeah, the the Bible is just so true, man. It, um, you know, I was uh, I was just on Twitter before we came on, and somebody was on there saying that the Bible justified uh, slavery in the in the Old Testament, and that's why he can't he can't um, uh, support the Bible because you know it gave people the uh, the ability to uh, to enslave uh, I guess uh, the black people uh, here in in the United States. And, you know, they used that as their uh, as their uh, passage. Well. You know, people that followed uh, uh, Mao's red little book committed horrendous genocide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're we're going to go ahead and start comparing books and stuff. I don't know. One book actually leads you to salvation and freedom. Uh, all the other books that are written here uh, typically lead to destruction. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the comparison between books is is that's so true. I mean, you can compare. All kinds of books say all kinds of things, and, but as far as you know, you know the, the when people say this justify thing, um, in this this Old Testament stuff. Now that I've read the Old Testament like ten times, it doesn't exactly. It says that this is what's going to happen, and this is what d- did happen, and it all stems from the fall. Like it all, it's, it's like these, yeah. like there is genocide in the Bible. There's incest in the Bible. There's slavery in the Bible, but it's like, it all, it, it's basically explains what happened from the fall. And it's like, we're just like fallen, pathetic creature creatures. And, um, you know, and, it, but it does say hey, all so, so pathetic and so pathetic that God was shameful. He was, he was, uh, ashamed that he even made us. Yeah. Yep. That's how bad it was. Yeah. That's how we ended up with the flood, obviously. But, you know, you know, you go back to Genesis and, and, and look and read in the, in the book, uh, read the story of Noah there. And he, he was just was disgusted with us yep. and was ready to just destroy the entire creation. All of it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it's, it's also I think that this this uh, slavery thing, when when you see the type of people that bring up the slavery point about the Bible, um, it says a lot more about them than it does about the Bible. Um, because what they're basically saying there is that slavery is the worst thing in the world. But in reality, slavery is not even close to the worst thing in the world. I mean, it's bad. It's not in the top 10 as far as it's not worse than murder. It's not worse than it's not worse than rape. Um, it's in, and like, and so like the, the, the passage in, in Genesis that you're talking about with Noah, it says like, I don't know the exact wording, but it's like the, all flesh on the earth had been corrupted. Like every thought continually was corrupted. And so like perversion mm-hmm. is worse than slavery. It's not, I mean, and I mean this in, in the literal sense, slavery is not the worst thing in the world. It's bad. It's, it, it, it it's, it's definitely bad, but it's not worse than a lot of other things, but these people, they have this race narrative. So they're just like, oh, justified slavery and slave. Like, yo, like taxation at 100% is slavery. We're getting taxed hardcore right now. And so it's like, I think it just, it says a lot about the person. The Bible always reflects. It always reflects yeah. like what the person, yeah, person is, right? And, and even within slavery, we can go back and we look at slavery. And we look at um, people in the Bible that were taken into slavery. I mean, you look at uh, Meshach, uh, uh, Abednego, and um, and uh, oh, I can't think Shadrach. of his name. Shadrach, yeah, they were taken into slavery, right? Mm-hmm. And what did they do? They found favor within the ruler's eyes because of their faith to God and how God uh, was profound uh, prof- in them. Yep. You know, it's it's what you do with your situations. You know, yep. it, it reminds me when Peter and Silas are, are are both jailed in the uh, in the jail, and instead of being wallowing, they sit there and they sing praises to God. Fact. You know, what do we do with our circumstance? Yes. Yeah. It's I, all up here. Yeah. Are, are you a slave in your mind? 
and and also it, it starts off several of the of the epistles. It start it starts off you know Paul, a, a bond servant to Jesus Christ. I mean, we're all kind of slave. We are all slaves. We're we are all you know, servants. Yeah, we're all servants. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, very profound stuff. I have a question from the chat. This is interesting. We might have talked about this, but did you have you noticed that on the gay pride flag, there's only six colors, where in the, in the real rainbow, there's seven? You ever notice that? Ah, uh, no. Yeah, like their their symbol isn't the real rainbow. Like, well, I, you know yeah. what six is, right? The six is represents man. Mm. Seven is perfection. So of course they're going to raise man above God. Yeah, yeah, man. Can you believe that there's a there's a there's a, it's it's essentially sin month. Like it's like it's sinful it pride month. It's crazy. And they like I've never seen that before in my life. Like openly glory because there's I mean like that to me like okay. We're taught that sin is sin, right? That sin is just sin. Like, and, and so, and all, all are, you know, deserving of condemnation, essentially. Um, but, like, it seems to me on, like, in the earthly realm, there is a difference between sin and, like, open promotion of it, you know? Because, like, and that's, there's a reason that they, it's, like, called in the closet. Because <laughs> it's, like, in, it's, like, you, you, like, you're not supposed to glorify and, like, spread sin, Right. And, and it's like it seems like it's just been taken to another level where it's like you're trying to and even a further level where you're trying to get children to sin. You know, it's like it's yeah. crazy to me. It's absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've talked about this all month and even before we entered uh, June of, of how of how bad this month is. Oh, and by the way, what number of the month is June? Six. Yeah. Wow. It's great, dude. These people, man. There's people and their symbols, and it, it's crazy. It's like Satan creeps in, dude. <laughs> he's a creep. <laughs> you know, he's a liar. You know, and he, yeah. he's the greatest liar of of of, uh, of this world. And and we we continue to see. We see the assault on our kids every single day, especially you know during uh, Pride Month. You know, um, you know when we celebrate everything gratuitous. Uh, we want to uh, make our children participate in it. Before we know it, we're going to have our children throwing babies into the fire. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're getting to. Right. Yeah. 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 Worshipping into the uh, great pride flag. Throw it into the uh, fire. Sure. Yeah. I said this yesterday on stream where it's like, on one hand, you know, um, it's hard to imagine it getting any worse. But if you can't, you don't really have a good imagination. Like it, it can get yeah. so much worse. Yeah. It can get to the child sacrifice level. I mean, we're, that's kind of, I mean, it's kind of what glorifying abortion is a little bit like they're, they, they want, they have this hunger to, to like, to, to kill children for, so they can have like a good career, whatever that is. What, once we pass that Rubicon of them wanting to terminate children at up until the time of birth is only a couple steps away from, actually sacrificing any child at any age mm, yeah yeah dude wow it's so creepy man we have to fight yeah we the, yeah it's 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 a spiritual battle battle we have to fight it i mean and i think you know you know what do you think i think we might have uh I, I all my streams are running together so i don't, and i you know we talk a little bit off air but we talk on air too so i don't remember whether we've talked about this but what do you think you know what do you think more can be done to fight the spiritual battle in the earthly realm. I mean, you can speak out, you can run for office. Like, what do you think more can be done? You know, just, you know, within your own community, just, you know, trying to reach people for Christ. That's, that's about all we can do. You know, Uh, ones with bigger microphones can, uh, you know, um, in reality be able to reach more, but, just putting Christ at the center of what we're doing every single day. If we don't put that, you know, we don't put Christ at the center of it. Uh, then, you know, we're, all we're doing is truly just participating in their, in their sick games anyway. So we have to bring it at a different level. And, and I, and, you know, I love Bryson Gray. Bryson Gray is one of my favorite personalities over on Twitter and, and on social media because he doesn't care. And he's always going to push Christ first on everything he talks about. And he gets flack from conservatives. Oh, you can't win uh, races and political elections by putting Christ at the center of your uh, 
of your platform. Oh, really? So you're, you're doubting what Christ can do. Even though you say you're a Christian, you're doubting what Christ can do. So if I, if I uh, run for office based solely that my faith is in Christ and I'm going to let him lead me in decision-making, that's not, that's not a winning issue within the Republican Party or conservative values anymore, just to let you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean— You well, got all kinds of flack for talking about that. Yeah, I mean— And, well, I, and I, I think— you, Go okay. ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, on one hand, that is doubting God's power. But on the other hand, they might be right. And if that's true, I don't want to win. Like if that's if that's truly how bad it's gotten in the Republican Party, and, and that means like we like the Republican or the conservatives can't win an election with that mindset, then it's not our time to win. It's that, that we shouldn't be winning. Then, like, what we should be doing is promoting Christ despite the consequences. You know, it's kind of like. And, yeah. and I took it one step further. I don't know if I talked to you about this or if it was a, one of my live streams I did, but I said. We see all this happening across the uh, country where, you know, they're flying the rainbow flag, they're flying the uh, Black Lives Matter flag, they're flying the transgender flag on government buildings and the strongholds of Democrat cities and, and stuff like that. And I say, what's that stopping us from actually pushing our values? Flying the Christian flag. Could you imagine the outrage that you would see meltdowns from coast to coast if you decided, if you won the uh, – your school board race and you're like the head of your school board and you say, okay, we're flying the Christian flag. Take that rainbow flag that we're flying the Christian flag. Mm. Yeah. That, That's how we have to do it. That's how you yeah. fight culture. You have yeah. to fight culture in the same manner they're fighting. it. Yeah. So if they're going to push their immoral uh, perversions on us. Then we have to go and double down uh, and show people the truth and why we're actually doing what we're doing. It's for Christ. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, and essentially, you know, we get into a lot of debates on this channel about like libertarianism versus, you know, anti-libertarianism. And I, I essentially think that the like regardless of label or whatever, but it's not Christian to leave people alone. Now, when people say leave, leave me alone, we should be left alone. They're mean like government. They want freedom from government or whatever. But as far as the, mm -hmm. the cult, the culture war or spreading values, it's not Christian to leave people alone. It's, it's, it's anti-Christian. No. Like we should, it should be spreading it's, this stuff. Christ commanded in Matthew and the end of the gospels and the beginning of acts that we have to go out and talk to people. Yeah. That was his last commandment to every single uh, Christ follower that you must go out. Yep. It's, it's facts. And, and people, people tend to forget that people like to try to shove that onto their pastor or shove that onto other people. No, if you're a Christ, if you're someone that identifies as a Christian, that is your job. He talks directly to you saying that you have to go out there and talk to people about Christ. Yeah. So no, not hiding in your churches, not hiding in your homes. We have to go out and push. We have to, be an active um, a participant in this. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the early church was uh, stayed silent? Do you think the early church uh, hid behind their uh, their doors and walls? No, they were, no. they were they were literally getting crucified for their faith. I mean, they were they were getting killed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they stopped, and they kept doing it. Yeah, <laughs> and it spread it like wildfire. Yeah, that's that's how the early church really got spread. So to your point, you know, any, any Christian or any person telling you that, you know, we need to leave people alone. It's not Christ-like to modern people is, is wrong. Like you said, yeah, we, we are, yeah. we're actually commanded to go and talk to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's not you making them uncomfortable, Stephen, when you talk to them about Jesus, that's their own spirit convicting them of their own sins. Yeah. They don't want to be, um, they don't want to see that reflection of what's wrong inside of them. Mm -hmm. That's why they reject so much when you want to talk about Jesus because they don't want to be held to account. Yeah. Yeah, that's that because great. Because once you it's... recognize that you are a sinful person, then you know there's an actual, um, there's a punishment for sin and there's an account that must be uh, had once you start feeling that in you. Yeah. Uh, it's getting me fired up, man. Like waging a holy war, war over here, man. This is great. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was, I was going to just keep you on for about 45 minutes or something like that, but it's like, yeah, so you're, you're doing your channel. Um, you're mainly on Odyssey now, but you have your other channel over there on YouTube. Um, what, uh, 
you know, oh yeah, uniquely us. Everyone sub to that. Um, let me link it in the chat right there. Subscribe to uniquely us. That's where we get do the the chosen streams. Um, but yeah, what's next on the? Are you still gonna um, do the gaming stuff on on Odyssey? Like, what's your plan for the channel going forward? Well, for the uh, plan of moving forward is that you know, as of right now, I'm treating like my channel is gone, gone. And I'm just going to pick up right where I left off uh, over on Odyssey, just talking about, you know, the issues of the day and, and pushing that. I recently just got uniquely us over on Odyssey. So that way the prayer streams and the uh, shows and stuff can be put over on Odyssey as well. And I'm just going to focus on, on that, you know, uniquely us over on YouTube and, and focus on, on uh, uh, let's be Frank over on Odyssey and just continue to, do that for right now gaming has just been put on the back seat for now because uh that that whole issue was to try to get around youtube for a while mm-hmm. to try to uh give some more longevity to the channel itself but uh we see what happened with that so for right now that's that's his that that's that at the issue uh at the moment for now cool yeah so that's yeah so you're you, that's actually good i mean like the getting around you is almost freedom in that. Like, you know, that's why, like, I don't want to be kicked off YouTube, but if I were to, it's kind of like, just like free of Susan Wojcicki and these stupid rules. I mean, that that's, you know, so you yeah. can kind of just do whatever you want now. Yeah. And, and I can talk openly about whatever I want to talk about over on Odyssey. So if I feel like something is, uh, uh, you know, obviously most of my narrative goes against the mainstream narrative. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to get your channel pulled down here, so I'm not going to go into any of that other stuff. But Maybe. you know, just you know, gives you the freedom to be able to just talk openly, just like you would talk openly in a in a uh, pub setting. If you're in a pub or, or or one of those types of settings, there's nobody that's restricting your speech with somebody that you know. Everybody talks and just talks. There's nobody coming in. Hey, you can't say that. You know, everybody just talks. There's no fact checkers that come in there and and try to fact check you. That's just people talking. And that's what YouTube and Twitter and Facebook involved try to do is come in and try to be that nanny state. Um, and you know what, you know, a lot of people enjoy that though. A lot of people like being told what to do. Mm, yeah. So when they say they're not slaves or, or, or stuff like that, just remind them that they are slaves to something because yeah. they do like being told what to do. Cool. Um, so one thing I forgot about that I've been doing with my guests uh, lately is um, doing a rapid fire uh, question round. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to uh, you to answer as quick as you can. I mean, it doesn't have to be like one word, but we're going to ask you. I asked the chat to give us some uh, rapid fire questions for Frank. Um, so let's do the, 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 the lightning round. OK, so number one, right. what's your uh, what's your favorite book of the Bible? Uh, my favorite book in the Bible is uh, Acts. Acts, sweet. That's a really good choice. Um, it's very hard for me to answer that question. Um, if I, it is for me too. I had like three or four books go in my head. Yeah. But Acts, Acts is the one. It's changed over time for me too. I think right now my favorite book is is book of is the Gospel of John. There's just something okay. about it. Yeah. Um, who will be president in 2024? Uh popular answer but i think it will be a democrat whether it be kamala or biden mm, okay yeah that's yeah i think i would answer the same yeah it's gonna be a democrat um uh would you rather uh ron DeSantis stay governor of florida or be the president stay the governor of florida I, I completely agree. I think, yeah, like we need, we need like uh, Florida, Florida's like the shining beacon of based hope down there. Like <laughs> we need to keep that around. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good call. Um, what's your favorite, uh, lift to do your favorite, like weight, weight lift exercise. Oh, uh, I like to do, uh, the bench press bench press. That's, that's a man's lift right there for sure. Um, what state would you move to if, if you if you ha- had to leave Florida? Oh my gosh, uh, probably Tennessee. Nice. I, see, I would move to Florida if I had to leave Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. It's yeah, um, yeah. Tennessee and Florida seem like they're 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 all. I was talking about this one last night. That they're almost Florida is like getting. Florida is getting like more cocky and I love it there because now the word is out that Florida is like unique and they're just like being more Florida, but Tennessee is, is becoming very like, 
it's like known for staying out of your way. Like constitutional carry, people don't bother each other here. But Florida is becoming very ag- aggressively cocky. I like that. Would you agree with that about Florida? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I yeah, love it. Yeah, it's great. And so, do you do you worry about people coming to Florida and changing the culture there, or do you think that they'll? Yeah. Do you think? Do you worry about people moving to Florida and changing it? Yes. You do. Yeah, you got to give them a talking to. Like, it feels like people would be like, like, are people in Florida pretty vocal about like talk in public, like talking to people about values and like the state of things? Where I live, they are, but I don't know what it's like in other parts of Florida. Cool, sweet. All right, so we're doing uh, we're doing the weight loss challenge, everybody. This was let Let's Be Frank. Please subscribe to Uniquely Us over there on on YouTube. We're gonna be having Frank on uh, every Tuesday to do uh, the accountability exercise. So hopefully next week we get a, a there's a clean bill of health. We'll just say five pounds down. But if one of us slips up, we'll have to explain why you know we'll have to explain why uh we let things slip but um what so you so subscribe to you on odyssey and uniquely us on youtube is there anything else that you want to you want to promote no that's about it uh also just for uh uh future shows that'll be on tuesday i will always wear the same outfit now because that's my base weight so i don't want to add anything extra to it (laughs) oh interesting yeah because you'll see the physical progress right (laughs) <laughs> yeah cool man all right that's good stuff um yeah i'm sure we'll be talking throughout the week but i'll see you uh next monday night and we'll see you next tuesday you're gonna be a regular guest on these tuesday streams all right fantastic thank cool, you buddy all right much love i'll see you next time right take care uh, all right man take it peace Bye. out Oh, I forgot about the music. Crap. Oh, no. No. Thank you so much, Frank, for coming on. Filibuster, filibuster. Let's get the music on. Let's be Frank. And that was, dang it. Oh, I was doing so good, guys. I was doing so good. Oh, there's the music. Fantastic. Oh, man. (laughs) I almost had it. But there's the music. (laughs) F in the chat for Steven's professional.